The European Union has, has banned uh, the sale of new gasoline-driven cars by 2035. California has joined that. My state, Massachusetts, is joining it. So is New York, the state of Washington. And they're claiming that cars are causing uh, global warming. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I really truly appreciate it. I think you're going to get something very important out of this one, and it's the truth about 15-minute cities, the World Economic Forum and United Nations total lockdown plan, and the Agenda 2030 climate hoax designed to bring us all to our knees. But it's not going to work. Friends, before we start this one, just a quick word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023, and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jorg Keener, Chief Investment Officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. Guys, it's just fantastic to have you all back. You know, I don't know if I say it enough, but I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time to click play on my microdocs and my interviews. And a special thank you to our subscribe stars for your support and our members at sgtreport.tv, where we have a server beyond the reach of Big Brother, beyond the reach of Zuckerberg, or those charlatans at Google and YouTube. Thank you so very much, friends. That's sgtreport.tv. I'm delighted to have back on the line a friend and author, James Perloff. You know the books, Truth is a Lonely Warrior, The Shadows of Power, COVID-19 and the Agendas to Come, which really plays into our conversation here today, The Case Against Darwin, Tornado in a Junkyard, and his latest book, our last conversation covered it, Missing Saints, Missing Miracles. It went to number one in the category of Orthodox Christianity on Amazon for a week after that interview. Guys, thanks so much for supporting James, and thank you so much for caring about truth. James, welcome back. Thank you, Sean. I didn't expect to be back so soon, but uh, I suddenly saw something with the World Economic Forum that was alarming, and I felt uh, I, I need to write a blog post about it, and I figured, well, you're the best guy to go to if you're going to do a show about a blog post. So here I am. Well, we'll show folks what you're talking about. You will eat the bugs. Climate change and the war against humanity. Friends, they came at us hard with COVID-19. That's why James wrote the book, COVID-19 and the agendas to come. Well, what are the agendas to come? We know very well the sheeple people don't. I will show you the clip. Project Veritas explained to us what is coming because a CNN director admitted what is coming, and it is the war against humanity based on climate change. Listen to this, friends. CNN's technical director, Charlie Chester, said the media company's next focus will, quote, that they will beat to death like they did with the pandemic. Yeah, will be climate change. Let's take a look. We're going to start focusing mainly on climate um, uh, climate like global warming and like that's going to be our next like um, 
don't know, like, what's the word? Um, it's our, it's going to be our focus. Like, uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. So that's like the next pandemic, like story, like that will, yeah, that will, will beat to death. But that one's got longevity. You know what I mean? It's not like. There's a definitive ending to the pandemic, or you know, like it'll taper off to a point that it's you know not a problem anymore. Probably think it's going to take years, so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit. Friends, if you think that's news, and I know you don't, I don't, I know James doesn't, but this is six months to a year ago this story broke. CNN, the fakest news in fake news, they're going to beat the climate change thing to death, and they can milk it for quite a bit. And we know of United Nations Agenda 2030, James, don't we? We know they don't want us using what they call fossil fuels. They don't want us using any affordable forms of energy like natural gas, like coal, like gasoline powered cars. They want us all living like 13th century serfs on their plantation for the rest of human history. And therefore, it's waking a lot of people up, especially those in Germany that are freezing this winter because they don't have access to affordable natural gas. It's all by design. And Klaus Schwab, that demon creature, the head of the World Economic Forum, James, he says, you'll eat bugs and you'll be happy. There's not one person in my audience that's going to be happy about any of this. And we're starting to rebel. People are waking up in droves, my friend. Yeah, I I certainly uh, hope so. And um, um, I was expecting to write an article on climate change, but I suddenly noticed that the after slamming us with with uh, COVID propaganda for almost three years and wear a mask, take the vaccine. And they haven't stopped doing that, but they changed their primary focus to climate change. And this actually happened in late July. I wasn't aware of it at the time, but uh, on my uh, website, uh, jamesprof.net, where you find in my latest blog post on climate change, uh, in late July, within a span of two days, all these headlines started appearing uh, about the um, the the dangers of climate change and how it was a, a worldwide disaster that we had to stop. Now, climate change and global warming, you know, Al Gore was talking about that 20 years ago. But um, this idea there was this uh, emergency, a global emergency emerged relatively recently and it took the place in center stage of the COVID pandemic. Now, I'm not saying it's going to permanently stay there. I don't think it will. They may go back to pandemic. You know, Bill Gates is talking about the next pandemic, right? But right now, and this is confirmed by what they said at the uh, January 2023 World Economic Forum, they, they said that they had one spokesperson, I've embedded the video in, in my blog post, uh, one spokesperson said, uh, it can't be China number one or America number one or Europe number one. It's climate number one. Climate is now it's driving globalization. In other words, world government. And um, let me see if I can do a quick screen share. Yeah, let me enable Uh, that for you. And by the way, you mentioned demon creature Al Gore by name. Did you happen to see his angry rant at the World Economic Forum, James? I did say that. Yeah, he's going a little bit out of his his mind there. Yeah, he's totally out of his mind. And he sounds angry because nobody buys his BS narrative anymore. And by the way, he was preaching to the choir at the World Economic Forum. So it really begs the question, what's he so angry about? That's a receptive audience to his lies. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think he was uh, a little uh, out of his mind there. Um, let me just give you a couple of, uh, let's try and share this for a moment. 
get this to where I needed to be. Um, oh, Richie Sunak. There's another demon creature. He says climate change will new- ravage our planet without urgent action. And you know what urgent action means? Well, according to that other demon creature, John Kerry, Skull and Bonesman, money, <laughs> money, 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 money. Seven times he said it. Seven times he said what they need to fix climate change is money. Our money, James, that, that's what they want. They want us to pay carbon credits to bankers. There's another one, uh, um, France launching a uh, climate change police force. Well done. And by the way, that last demon creature you just showed, I don't know if you want to put that back up. That is Emmanuel Macron. Friends, you know who he is. What you may not know is that he's a former Rothschild banker. That's right. In the pocket of House of Rothschild. They they hand select these puppets. And you know something about Macron? He was hated by the people of France. Millions of people, you know, the yellow vest, they took to the streets in every city throughout France to protest Macron. And um, they were, they even had farmers dumping uh, manure in front of his home. And yet the guy gets reelected and Justin, it's like Justin Trudeau. I mean, his, 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 his ratings are rock bottom. He gets reelected. Gretchen Whitmer, the wicked witch of the West, she was hated by the people of Michigan. She gets reelected. It shows that uh, just like the, the uh, last presidential election here in America, everything's rigged now. Everything's rigged and uh, they're going to keep their. Yeah, no, well done. hundred percent, my friend, Katie Hobbs, the demon creature sponsored by Soros in Arizona. We're told. Right. Got more votes on Election Day than (laughs) Kerry Lake when 74 percent, I think 73 percent of the people who showed up to vote on Election Day in Maricopa County were Republicans. Right. I mean, I think the dog catcher got more votes. It's just nonsense. These are hand selected World Economic Forum Soros puppets. I, I just got to mention that John F. Kennedy lost Arizona by 10 points. Do you really think that John, that, that uh, Joe Biden is that much more popular than John F. Kennedy? <laughs> and that state always votes Republican. And that suddenly they, they but you know, is, you know if, if you watch the, the, the uh, 2000 Mules documentary by Dennis D'Souza, you know that they stuffed uh, a quarter of a million uh, Biden ballots after midnight um, into the drop boxes. And that's how they took the state. Uh, they, they took all the swing states that way. That's right. You know, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia. Well, um, but the sheeple people are assured that it was the safest and most secure ever <laughs> in 2020. I mean, really, the safest and most secure. And you know what? Uh, I got it, to say that on 60 Minutes, the most trusted name in news, right? Right. And um, uh, same thing with safe and effective. They've got these buzzwords that they use. Um, uh, so... Um, uh, They've got that there. Uh, one thing I realized, Sean, is that, um, you know, when, when the COVID thing hit, I, I wondered why it was that they were accelerating their program so fast. And at first I thought that it's because people are waking up and they're afraid of that. And I think that's part of it. But the other thing was that they realized they had complete control of the mainstream media, monolithic control of the mainstream media, except for, you know, a little exception like Tucker Carlson. And uh, monolithic control of the politicians, except for occasional exception like Rand Paul, right? So they realized that they could run any narrative, no matter how absurd, like wearing masks is effective and, and people who are asymptomatic and healthy have to be separated by six feet, you know, all this nonsense. They could run it because if people who are blue-pilled and they rely on their TVs, um, they're hearing the same thing from every channel, news channel, and from every politician, and that creates what the phenomena called the big lie, where you hear the same thing from everybody. It must be true. And uh, this goes back to an experiment, a psychological experiment, which you, um, I think you must have heard of called the Ash Experiments, 
which were conducted at a university level years ago, where uh, a person would answer an ad from a university to take a test, and they'd walk into a classroom, they'd be paid money for this, not realizing that all the other people in the classroom were confederates of the person running the test. And the person running the test would ask questions that had a you know, absurd answers. He would say, which line is longest, line A or line line B? Right. Now, the person being tested could see that line B was longest, but everybody else in the classroom who were, were paid to do this said that line A was longest. And so many in many cases, the person being tested would say line A was longest because they felt if everybody else thinks it's true, it, it must be true. And that's yeah. how they work the big lie. That's yeah. how they work the big lie. Yeah, people succumb to peer pressure. And climate change. Yeah. yeah, people succumb to peer pressure. So guys, we're going to talk right. about the World Economics Forum sudden switch from COVID to climate change, right, as their primary mm -hmm. focus now. Yeah. And is global warming and climate change even real? Well, they never talk about geoengineering, so we'll zip through that. The insane mm -hmm. war against carbon dioxide, that is the most insane war. Carbon dioxide is required by plants and trees, right? <laughs> In return, they give us oxygen. So no wonder right. they want to extinguish carbon dioxide from our beautiful planet. There's a war on gas-driven cars, as I mentioned at the beginning. There's a war on food. I have a clip to play about chickens and chicken feed. They're euthanizing right. pets and forcing us into tiny houses. Guys, this is all United Nations Agenda 23. 30. Spread that term far and wide. We have to wake up our friends, neighbors, and colleagues. In some ways, this is more critical to our survival that people wake up to this than the COVID vaccine lie, than the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, because this will bring us to our knees. If we allow it, this is vaccine passports. This is universal tracking and tracing. This mm. is central bank digital currencies. This is you living as a slave on their plantation for the rest of time, like the serfs we saw in the 13th century, the dark ages. All right, I'll shut up now, James. Take us through it. The sudden switch from COVID to climate change. Is climate change even real? Um, I want to show some graphs. I'm going to try a screen share one time. And if I fail, then um, this first one is from a Nobel Prize winner. Uh, he won the Nobel Prize uh, for Physics, uh, Ivor Gaver. Uh, he did a graph on global warming. Now, this is from about uh, eight years ago. But um, he showed, um, and this is a 30-minute presentation. I, I linked to it at the end of my article at jamesproloff.net on, on climate change. But he demonstrates there has been no global warming for uh, a couple of decades. Uh, the next graph, and this is particularly interesting to me, it's a it's a it's a wider view, and it shows that uh, there's cyclical times when that last uh, sixty years, or they say it's a little over 61, 62 years, um, but temperatures go up and down. They'll go down for thirty years and up for thirty years. So you'll see on the left, uh, I, I hope you can see this. Uh, Eighteen seventy eight, there was a massive heat wave, and then temperatures started to gradually drop. It wasn't exact. It wasn't every year, but then in nineteen thirteen which is um, 35 years later, you have something called the white hurricane, which I had never even looked up before. I looked it up and it was actually, the white hurricane was when temperatures reached their low and um, it was a snow hurricane that hit the Great Lakes and 12 ships were sunk and 250 lives were lost. But guess what happened? Then temperatures started to rise again. And in the 1930s, you had the Dust Bowl and some of your listeners and viewers will be familiar with the book, um, The Grapes of Wrath, or the movie, The Grapes of Wrath, starring Henry Fonda, about the Okies, the people in Oklahoma, uh, who in the middle of a heat wave had to move to California to survive. 
the 1940s, things started to level up. They started going down. And I remember in 1969, I was a senior in high school, and it was really cold. And we had so many snowstorms in 1969 in Massachusetts that um, they couldn't make up the snow dates. That had never happened before. Then we had, uh, in 1978, we had a, a peak blizzard. And um, it was the biggest blizzard in the history of New England. I, I had to work two and a half straight shifts as a registered nurse at the hospital I was working at uh, before any relief came in. And um, there was a huge ice age scare. And I've got in my article, this is to other people's credit, not mine, but it's covers of Time Magazine talking about the coming ice age. And I've got a two minute clip of Leonard Nimoy on um, uh, his his, uh, his show uh, talking about, uh, it was called, the, the show was called the, the Coming Ice Age. And he was saying that America would be blanketed like a glacier with, with snow in the future. But as always happens, the cycle stopped, the temperature started rising. This is where Al Gore comes in. And like uh, the climatologist that Leonard Nimoy was, was talking about, uh, he said, this is an unstoppable, it's never gonna stop. We're, we're, um, we're going to have constantly rising temperatures. And but he put a new twist on this. He said it was people's fault. He said it wasn't a natural solar cycle. It was people. We have too much freedom. We drive too many cars, and that's why temperatures are going up. We have to give up our freedoms. We have to stop driving cars and stop using dryers and uh, hang our, our clothes out. And use less electricity. And that, but then, uh, you know, it actually reached its peak as you expect after thirty years uh, since the the ice age scare. In the first decade of this millennium, I moved uh, and with my family into a new home in Massachusetts in 2002, in July 2002, and the temperature inside our house was 100 degrees. It was really hot. Uh, but then the temperatures leveled off, and, and Al Gore could no longer claim there was global warming. So he changed the narrative very uh, underhandedly to climate change. And that's what they're talking about now, climate change. Now, this is interesting. If you take the 1970s, we need this Arctic age. When could you expect the low temperatures to come again? It would be after 2030, in the 2030s. So you know what the, the establishment is going to do, what the deep state's going to do? They're going to say, you know why temperatures are going down? It's not part of a cycle. It's because of all these restrictions we put on carbon output. It's working. This proves that um, uh, we stopped global warming by stopping your freedom. That's what they're going to say in the 2030s. But in the meantime, people are going to freeze to death because they won't have gas they won't have uh, uh, oil for the for the large part. They'll be depending on solar panels, which will be frozen over with with uh, uh, blizzard snows like we had in the 70s. And the wind turbines will freeze like they did with the polar vortex down in Texas in uh, uh, 2021, right? Um, so they won't have any energy to heat their homes. Uh, and more people will die, which is what the, uh, the, the uh, global elite want. I think I might have one more graph here. Um, oh, here we go. Okay, so the question is, are we actually experiencing more climate change? And if you look at this uh, graph, which is put together by CRED, which is Center for Research on the Epidemiology of Disasters, uh, they 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 uh, they uh, measure disaster, global disasters. You can see there's been no net increase since uh, the year 2000 in global disasters. What has increased is the media coverage. Every time there's a tornado or a hurricane or a drought, or a flood, or a California fire, um, they will claim it's due to climate change, and they will build it up. And it seems like there's more global disasters, but there actually aren't. Although I think the geoengineering may be enhancing them some. But um, 
it, there's actually no net increase in, in uh, climate change uh, disasters. It's not happening except in the media. So I just wanted to show those graphs to, to uh, your viewers. And I'll, uh, let me uh, stop uh, screen sharing here. Uh, I think that's the last time I have to screen share. Um, but I'll send you some more images in case they come in handy for um, your uh, your video on this. Um, so uh, there is no climate change. There is no global warming. And by the way, one of the videos, which I, I, I'm not going to screen share, but I have on my um, my blog post, it's the one only one I call must watch. It's John Coleman, the founder of the Weather Channel, absolutely beating to death a CNN reporter uh, over the fact that there's no such thing as global warming. And he says, hello, everyone, there's no global warming. And he everything the CNN reporter says, he completely trashes. And this is the founder of the Weather Channel. It's a great video to watch. It's only two minutes long. It's on my blog post. But no, there is no global warming, uh, except in a very cyclical, minor way. And temperatures will go back down. They go back up. They always do. In fact, Greenland uh, at one time was green. green. Greenland actually was being farmed at one time, was not covered with ice. We've had warmer temperatures on this planet before. Warm temperatures create crops and as long as they get enough water they create vegetation and that's what we want and, and this is why by the way we're talking about carbon dioxide this is why um greenhouses pump carbon dioxide into greenhouses is to enhance vegetation growth which is what we want if we want to feed this planet we need vegetables and crops to be growing right well yeah that's what we want that's not what they want us to have right do a screen mm -hmm. share because people need to understand this history i've talked about it in the past the club of rome is the organization that invented this idea of man-made global climate issues. <laughs> the Club of Rome came up with this stuff in the 60s, and the Club of Rome has a climate emergency plan. That's why you hear the word emergency used by the likes of CNN, friends. A collaborative call for climate action. Let me just scroll down. The Club of Rome and its partners, stakeholders, governments, civil society, scientific institutions, business, are going to adopt the following emergency action plan based on the carbon law initiative approach to having global GHG emissions every decade until 2050. And the industrialized countries Paris commitment to provide a minimum of 100 billion US dollars annually to low income countries in support of low carbon technology development and adaptation. Let me cut to the chase, friends. They want to bring us down to third world standards. They don't want to lift the third world up to the first world standards. They want right. us all to live like serfs by 2050. But it's United Nations Agenda 2030 that really is the clarion call to use to wake up your friends, neighbors and colleagues in your family. Guys, Agenda 2030, the United Nations, the Club of Rome. They're all aligned against human beings and prosperity. This is all about contrived shortages, James, as you know. They want us to believe there's a finite amount of resources on this planet, and there's certainly not enough for everybody. So they need to depopulate the world. And in the meantime, climate emergency, no more affordable energy for you and your family. That is the plan. And it's all contrived. Right. It's totally contrived. Uh, one of the contrivances is, is um, that carbon dioxide is somehow bad. And is causing global warming. Well, it's interesting. Carbon dioxide is, you know, something that, um, you know, it, it's very natural. We breathe in oxygen and nitrogen, which is what air primarily consists of. We we breathe out. We breathe out carbon dioxide, which also comes from uh, rotting vegetation. And plants need carbon dioxide to grow. It's essential. And the idea that carbon dioxide is causing global warming is absurd. 
first of all, carbon dioxide only can, uh, composes 0.038% of the atmosphere. And also, this is something interesting I found in researching this article, carbon dioxide is 1.5 times heavier than oxygen and nitrogen. So because it's heavy, it's not going to rise up and create this greenhouse gas effect, which they're claiming uh, is causing uh, global warming. Carbon dioxide has been part of nature, something God gave us, and again, essential for plant growth. Um, uh, it, it, I should also mention um, that, uh, you know, I was, I was talking before about how there's been no increase in natural uh, climate disasters. There is, however, some evidence for geoengineering taking place, and I don't dwell on this in my post. I refer to people to things like uh, Geoengineering Watch and some articles on this. But I have a friend who personally worked, he's a research scientist who personally worked on America's directed energy program. And um, he did not stand to the end, but it was confirmed to him by fellow scientists that uh, the DOD, the Department of Defense, does have directed energy weapons. And in my, my blog post, I have a clip from the Paradise, California 2018 fires. And I also reference another clip uh, without showing it from the Santa Rosa fires in California 2017. Now, what was really weird about these fires, which were blamed on climate change for the most part by the media, um, is that they burned houses to the ground, even melting the, the granite countertops in the kitchens, right? And yet the trees surrounding this, and you watch this in the video, I've got a, a, a short video on there of people residents of uh, Paradise, California, driving through the town, you can see that the trees weren't burnt. The leaves were, were intact. If this was a forest fire, I know. Um, why didn't the forest burn? I why know. was it only the houses that were destroyed? Now, there's different theories about it. Some think it's directed energy. Some think it had to do with the uh, the um, the smart meters that were outside these houses. I, I don't know the true explanation, but they were definitely not natural. So, But geoengineering definitely has a, a role that they've been using to scare the public more. Uh, let's say about climate change. 100%. Those fires turned homes to dust. And right. in fact, it melted the alloy in cars. Now, I'm not sure what right. the melting point is of aluminum and steel, but it's a lot higher than your standard forest fire. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot to be said about directed energy weapons and the war on cars, too. I know we're going to get to that in this conversation. There's a war yeah, against about cars. They're trying to ban gasoline powered cars in the state of California, I think by 2030. 2030, 2030, 2035. Like the European Union, yeah, the European Union has has banned uh, the sale of new um, gasoline driven cars by 2035. California has joined that. My state, Massachusetts, is joining it. So is New York, the state of Washington, and they're claiming that cars are causing uh, global warming. Now, um, to put this in some context, um, if you buy an all electric car. Um, I, I reference in my I link to a, a site that uh, that monitors the, the cost of electric cars, not hybrids, but all electric cars, which is what they want. It's the average cost of right now is sixty five thousand dollars for an all electric car. Now, it's, you know, this is why the, the, the Biden administration was laughed at when they said you should if you don't like the price of gas buy an electric car. So who has sixty five thousand dollars for a new car? Plus the batteries in these cars are uh, relatively short-lived. So they, your car won't have much resale value because if you try to resell an electric car, the new owner, if the battery's at the end of its life, will have to pay $10,000 and up for uh, a new battery. And plus, people never think about this. Where does the energy come for those charging stations, 
for electric cars. It comes from fossil fuels. You know, it's, it's not coming from from um, solar panels. To, to charge an electric car, you have to have uh, fossil fuels being burned. So you're not cutting down on carbon emissions by using an electric car. The electric car itself will not create carbon emissions, but to charge it, you do. And on top of that, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, amount of minerals used to create these uh, EV electric vehicle batteries. Okay, they, they need cobalt, lithium manganese copper some of these are in very short supply they require intensive human labor and it's been estimated that the average battery uh for an electrical vehicle requires uh half a million tons of um sorry half a million pounds excuse me half a million pounds of the earth's crust to be dug up to generate all these minerals that they need so it's not exactly environmental friendly right james absolutely that's right and in fact let me show you a video. If people don't understand that what you just said is true, you'll find this image horrifying. I've seen this before, but Jeff Berwick mm -hmm. at Dollar Vigilante played this clip in his last show. This isn't a scene from Raiders of the Lost Ark, friends. This is real. This is poor people in the third world digging for these very rare earth minerals that James is describing here. And it looks like a scene out of a dystopic film. Bunch of people all digging through the, the dirt, along with like 10-year-old kids, getting Greta's <laughs> uh, medals for electric cars. All right, so that's actually happening in this world today as we're sold the Green New Deal, right? As Greta runs around the world and says, how dare you for having a gasoline-powered car? How dare you for having natural gas to heat your home? So the promise of green energy, friends, the promise of e-cars, electric cars with electric batteries, is so phony that it defies my ability to really properly express it. There are not enough rare earth minerals on the planet for every human being to have a battery powered car, an e-car. And guess what happens to some of these vehicles? How would you like to be on this electric bus when this happens? Okay, just started on fire. You're on the bus. How much time do you have to get out? Oh, no, no time at all. You're burning alive. No time to get out of that bus, James, unless you're right by the front door. That thing went up. That went up in smoke in what? Five seconds? Mm -hmm. and guys, and guys, I'll bring the sound down. This is not an isolated incident. Okay, so think about this the next time you're driving around in your Tesla. Teslas are probably better built than this, but these batteries, these rare earth elements and minerals that go into these batteries, highly highly flammable can't be put out with traditional just firefighter water james how would you like to be on one of these buses when they go up in flames i mean they're just selling us everything that's bad for us i mean that's what they specialize in isn't it yeah absolutely and uh there's another aspect to this by the way which um kind of interacts with uh with uh, covid uh you know covid was used to restrict our, our ability to travel and uh uh, that, that, that's an amazing scene of those fires, those bus fires. There's, uh, there's nothing, almost nothing left of them. Um, uh, they said you couldn't, you couldn't fly in an airplane without a vaccine passport and had to wear a mask, right? Well, it, it's the same thing with, um, with uh, climate change. Now in Oxford, Oxfordshire, which is a county of England, you can't travel outside your county, your local district, unless you have permission, uh, because 
you'll be uh, burning too much, uh, giving off too much carbon. So you have to get special permission to travel. And you can see how they can make this worldwide. I mean, it seems like they're experimenting with there in England right now, but uh, they're limiting your ability to travel because you're using too much carbon. Never mind the fact that the people at Davos and the World Economic Forum flying with private jets that are spewing out all this carbon, right? But uh, they're using it as an excuse to restrict your right to travel, which is one of the basic fundamental human rights. So, uh, you know, it's all about uh, restricting your freedoms. Um, and, you know, freedom is one word you never hear discussed at the World Economic Forum, uh, unless it's in the context of Ukraine. They want to talk about Ukraine's freedom, but nobody else has the right to freedom. Um, so that's point. that's one more uh, one more thing to think about when when uh, we discuss cars and their uh, their carbon emissions, which are supposedly causing the weather to change, which it's not. Yeah. And by the way, they're calling those 15 minute cities. So welcome to the Hunger right. Games, friends. This is the Hunger right. Games, the dystopic movie that was we thought entertainment. Right. I hate those movies. Some people like them. 15 minute cities. That's the new buzzword. And they're trying to sell this to the people by saying, well, you can get a pass. So 100 days of the year, you can go where you want. You can go mm. outside your 15 minute cities. It's so dystopic that we're here. Jim. Yeah, it's uh, even worse than George Orwell uh, would have imagined. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for 2022. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results. So do your own due diligence. According to longtermtrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yeah, no, it really is. It's uh, tyranny on steroids. And then when these people get called out for it, because the people in England are really, really, really ticked about this, and they're starting to dismantle some of these roadblocks that are being put up to enforce 15-minute mm -hmm. cities, then you got these uh, politicians, these demon creatures coming out and saying, it's all a conspiracy theory. No, 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 no. We would never <laughs> dream of making you stay in your little area. No, 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 no. People are misunderstanding. They are absolute pits of hell liars. It's Hunger Games. Yeah, uh, like I say, uh, they've got control of the politicians and the media right now. This is why they think they can get away with anything, no matter how absurd. Uh, there's another one that gets even further, and that's the war that they've declared on food. And uh, this is another thing that I cover in my my post. Um, now, in Ireland, there's a, a plan to destroy a million cattle and sheep because supposedly their burps and farts are creating climate change. Now, I have a friend who's a uh as a long family history going back to ireland and she told me you know in, in the 1840s ireland had a famine now they're going to create their own famine by destroying livestock in the name of saving the planet even though the livestock have absolutely we've had livestock around for centuries and they, did they ever create any global warming no but all of a sudden they're creating global warming and the netherlands plans to close three thousand farms and i'm sure you've seen the footage of um, in, the, in the Netherlands, which is the largest food exporter in Western Europe, um, the farmers are out at protesting constantly and there's no coverage in the mainstream media because the mainstream media is bought and paid for. So they won't they won't tell you about it. 
Um, and uh, the the war in U Ukraine um, uh, plays into this too, because um, uh, Russia is one of the world's greatest grain exporters and one of the world's greatest fertilizer exporters. Um, I'm sure you've also heard about the rash of um, explosions and fires in food processing plants. Now, Jim Toft of Gateway Pundit has documented there's been in between 2021 and 2022, there are more than 100 of these explosions and fires, you know, uh, egg uh, factories. It was actually just this past week in, I believe it was, uh, uh, it's Connecticut, I believe it was Norwich, uh, one of the uh, nation's largest egg producing uh, uh, factories with 100,000 chickens was wiped out by a fire. Um, so uh, it, there was a, a occasion um, last year when in the span of one week, two planes crashed into food processing plants. Now, what are the odds of that? Even Tucker Carlson on Fox News did a segment on that. I've got the video embedded on my article. He did a four-minute segment on the rash of fires and explosions in plants or, or facilities related to food uh, that um, that occurred uh, over this two-year period. And it's clear that they're trying to destroy food. And uh, this includes the war on fertilizer. You know, there was a, uh, I've got the video of this on, in my blog post as well. There was a, a train crash in uh, Canada uh, where 43 cars carrying potash fertilizer had a train wreck and all the fertilizer was spilled on the ground. I mean, why is it that fertilizer and food and crops are suddenly bad? And why is it that Bill Gates is now the largest owner of farmland in America? Bill Gates was obsessed with the reducing world population and obsessed with GMOs. What was Bill Gates going to do with... Uh, uh, the last uh, count I had was 269,000 acres of, of farmland. Well, I, I think he's going to do one of two things. Either he's going to create genetically modified crops, which, you know, he's, he's already invested in genetically modified uh, foods. He's, he's one of the investors in uh, impossible foods and uh, fake meat, right? Um, uh, he, he and Jeff Bezos. Now, he also um, made 20 times his money on vaccines. And right. I'll tell you right now, the next right. move is crops with vaccines in them. That may sound I, crazy, I've heard that, folks, yeah. but research it. Let me show you something. I think this will resonate with you and the audience if you haven't seen this. Okay. Uh, I guess we're supposed to believe this is all a coincidence. So chickens have stopped laying eggs for many farmers around yes. the country. Let me just play this clip. It it's turns a great clip. out the feed, the chicken feed coming from tractor supply, allegedly, is poisoning the chickens to the degree they can't lay eggs anymore. Listen to this. Great clip. I've All seen right, it. So here's my take on what's been going on with the egg situation. Everybody keeps asking me, why is the price of eggs so high? Everybody knows that they're extremely ungodly right now, right? Well, here's a chicken conspiracy for you that's not really a conspiracy. It's being confirmed not only here in our house, but apparently all over the nation. And nobody said anything about it because we all just assumed it was winter. They stopped laying in the winter as much. And come to find out that everybody across the nation stopped getting eggs from their chickens altogether. Nobody got a single egg all winter from there. Everybody's reporting end of September to like mid-October, the chickens stopped laying. And ours stopped laying in September. We hadn't had a single egg all winter. Well, we discovered we have a little escape artist here, Luna, our white leghorn there. She can get out of the coop and just... We can't contain her. Anyway, she started laying again about a month ago. And we discovered that, well, that's weird. She started to lay and nobody's laid in months. Like we have gone months. You go, Marco. We've gone months without any eggs at all. So 
we started looking into it and then finally somebody said something in one of the chicken groups and they were like hey has anybody else's chickens not laid a single egg because we've had them for 50 years and we've never gone a winter without a single egg not one not one single egg well we started letting our chickens out and to free range we usually feed them you can see they're not even touching the feed anymore like this has been here for three days they don't want it and apparently everybody who's been feeding their chickens this type of feed has stopped getting eggs altogether so people who aren't able to let their chickens free range or can't run around the yard at all aren't getting any eggs kind of convenient when eggs are the price of i don't even know gold at this point i guess but yeah so let's check over here and see if we have any today where they've been out we had to keep them up yesterday yeah look at here there she is she was laying i was calling for one she didn't come so we have one two three four five six seven eggs today seven eggs yes i know it needs clean seven eggs seven eggs in one day we haven't had any for months months y'all months feed it's the feed everybody's saying it it's the same thing all across the nation if you ask people we're finally figuring it out so maybe we can kick this egg thing all right you know james it's so interesting you and i have had so many great conversations over the years particularly the ones that resonate with me the case against darwin tornado in a junkyard right? The phony baloney about Darwinistic evolution. You know what's a real tell that these people hate God? Pfizer just got caught talking about, I'm going to get this wrong, but something related to assisted evolution. Okay? Right, right. They're trying to not only defile God's creation, but in the case of eggs and chickens, look at this. I mean, how many coincidences are we supposed to believe before we call it a conspiracy? I mean, are you mm -hmm. kidding me? Everything you just cited, and now they're poisoning the chicken feed? And I just want people to think about the beauty of God's creation. An apple tree, an orange tree, a pear tree. Growing your garden in the backyard and bringing this stuff out of the ground and eating the cucumbers and the zucchinis. There's a bounty of beauty in God's world, the way he created it. Like a chicken can lay eggs. It's a beautiful source of protein and food for we, people who eat them. And they're trying very hard, James to destroy all of it. It's not a coincidence. It is the conspiracy. Yes. And uh, when, when you take a look and you see that they're making war on livestock and crops through fertilizer and eggs through this, this uh, chicken feed, uh, you realize that uh, what they're setting up uh, at the World Economic Forum is a global famine. You never once hear them discuss the, the risk of famine at the World Economic Forum. But that's what they're doing after. I mean, when you get them with, with livestock, uh, uh, crops and eggs, there's not much food left over. Uh, but what, they, what they're proposing is uh, it's uh, tragically comical, but they're actually proposing that we eat bugs. And this is why the, the main title of my article is Eat Z Bugs, because, you know, it's with Klaus Schwab's accent. You know, he, he wants us to eat bugs. And I've got World Economic Forum videos where they show uh, meat being created by 3D printers, totally artificial meat, uh, where uh, burgers, burger meat is created not by beef, but by worms, 100% worms. Uh, and, and Bill Gates, by the way, uh, is invested in artificial meat, as I, as I started to mention before. Um, and he says that we must move to 100% synthetic beef. That's what he says, his own, his own words. He says we have to go 100% synthetic beef. In addition to that, the World Economic Forum put out a, a video on making bread from crickets. So it's crickets and worms. And CNN had an article about the great benefits of cockroach milk.
No, you don't need dairy milk. You need cockroach milk. So you're going to eat a burger where the meat's made from worms, the bread's made from crickets, and you wash it down with milk made from cockroaches. These people are laugh have to be laughing at us, the World Economic Forum. They're not giving up their lifestyles. Uh, they're not giving up their mansions or their private jets. You really think they're going to give up their filet mignon and their lobster and eat insect uh, like they want the rest of us to do? They're laughing at us. Um, by the way, I'm going to say something about um, insects. Uh, well, a couple of things. One is that they're recruiting celebrities to boost in uh, eating of insects. I've got, I've got a, all these videos. They're very short. And we've got Nicole Kidman. Article. Have you seen the one Nic with Nicole Kidman? She's Nic a Nicole brilliant Kidman. actress. I, I just said yeah. this to my wife last night because we were watching something with Nicole Kidman in it. And I said, right. this woman's brilliant. And my wife joked because she's seen the clip. My wife joked and said, yeah, she can even make eating crickets look good. Yeah, eating insects. Yeah. I am here to reveal my hidden talent, eating micro livestock, corn worms. They're still alive. Mmm. Extraordinary. Mmm. Very moist, chewy. Can't quite describe the flavor, but need a little water. <laughs> She's like MK ultra mind controlled or something, because I, I mean, she yeah. can make eating crickets and insects look appealing. I mean, it doesn't. But I mean, she's a great actress is the point. And by the way, her dad, her father, I don't know if you know this, a notorious. Oh, OK, well, that seems to be the standard in Hollywood these days. Uh, there's also a, um, another video with Kim Kardashian where she's uh, making a commercial for Beyond Meat. But her fans noticed that um, she wasn't actually eating it. She just holds it in front of her mouth. In the commercial, she doesn't actually eat any of this stuff, and so I have a video of of Kim in there too. Uh, but um, uh, one thing I wanted to add was that uh, insects are very bad for humans. You know, birds—it's good for birds; they have a different digestive tract. But uh, insects uh, not only pass parasites to humans uh, if you eat them, but they contain something called uh, chitin. Now, it's, it, it, it doesn't look like chitin. The way it's spelled is C-H-I-T-I-N. I would have pronounced it chitin, but it's pronounced katin. But um, it's uh, it's uh, an allergen to humans. It causes inflammation and it can accelerate. It, it, it's also a, a carcinogen. And, and But that World Economic Forum is saying we should be eating these bugs. And uh, uh, Klaus Schwab is talking about this post. He tells it a post-carbon future. You know, we're not going to have any meat at all. Um uh, except for him and his friends, you know, that, that they're going to steep. Uh, but it goes beyond this, by the way. There's a couple other things. But uh, th this whole thing about eating bugs is just, uh, it, it's, it's like a, a, a dark humor, black humor by the elite. It's like when they put Michelle Obama in the White House and, and called her a woman. You know, they, they do things right in front of our eyes that they, and they, they laugh at us because they, they see that the public doesn't, understand what, what's um, what's what's going on yeah that's right it's an inversion of reality to their satanic mm -hmm. vision for the planet that's exactly what it is mm -hmm. i mean at the highest levels these luciferian families in their luciferian circles they eat human feces they feed it to each other they dine on mm -hmm. baby blood we're told they're cannibals. They eat children. They eat babies that they butchered okay this is what happens so there is a satanic inversion of God's creation as we know it. And that is what's being thrusted upon us. And we need to wake people up. That's what it is. That's why they want you to eat the bugs. Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, speaking of cannibalism, I have a, a screenshot of a mainstream news headline saying what's wrong with cannibalism. We should be able to eat 
Yeah. Well, they're talking about synthetic humans. Yeah. But um, nope, uh, in any it event, now. it's, it's selling sick. It now. It's sick. Eat yeah. the dead to save the planet. That is literally right. a Mockingbird mainstream media headline I've read. And by the way, they're still going uh, even further than this. I, I don't think we want to take this conversation too much further. I know we've been on probably been on the air for a long time now. But uh, they're also talking about euthanizing your pets because your cats and your dogs have too big of a carbon paw print, as they put it. And you should be getting turtles as your pets. Now imagine what that would do to people who live alone. That sometimes their best friend is a cat or a dog or, or, or cats and dogs. You know, you know, um, uh, they want to take those away as well. And there also are articles now saying children are bad for the environment and it's unethical to have children because, you know, that, that creates the overpopulation. And it's bad for the, the, uh, the planet, the environment. You know, they never talk about the, the, the needs of humans. They, they talk about the, the planet, the planet, you know. So this has become their main talking point for right now. I, they may go back to a pandemic and they may explode the war in Ukraine, who knows, and they're definitely planning on this financial reset. But right now, it's climate change. But, the, you know, the last part of my article, and I, I think we should close with this, is do the elites live by their own rules? Now, there was a book that came out in 2009. I was asked to review it by the New American Magazine. It's called Green Hell by Steve Malloy. And he pointed out the hypocrisy. He pointed out that Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was governor of California, signed a, a new climate change bill, which raised the price of electricity for Californians. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, while saying that climate change was so important, was flying to the capital of California from Los Angeles every day in his private Gulfstream jet. And the LA Times pointed out that Arnold Schwarzenegger's jet gave off more carbon in one hour than a car would have in an entire year. And it was three years of three hours of commuting every day for Arnold Schwarzenegger. And how about Al Gore, the, the grand prince of um, of uh, the global warming movement, right? Al Gore had a mansion, I assume he still does, uh, in uh, Nashville that used more than 20 times the energy of the average household in America. And he had an uh, indoor heated pool room that at, at, at that time was costing 500, the, the pool room, itself, you know, a uh, swimming pool indoors. It used uh, $500 worth of electricity every month, which probably be over a thousand in today's rates, right? Um, so um, the global elite, and this, this, really, uh, this really drove me wild. You know who has the biggest carbon footprint on, on the planet? It may be Bill Gates who, by the way, has a book out on how to fight climate change. He was the world's greatest expert on COVID. Now he's the world's greatest expert on, on climate change. Bill Gates has a lives in a mansion that's 66,000 square feet. Now, the average American household is 2,500 square feet. So you can imagine how much electricity uses. Plus, Bill Gates flies around in a private jet that uses almost 500 gallons of fuel per hour. So, but do you ever see anybody in mainstream media talking about this? Do you ever see anybody in mainstream media challenge Bill Gates about the fact that he's got the largest carbon footprint on the planet while he's lecturing the rest of us on how we should live, you know, live in tiny homes? Is he going to move to a tiny home? No, he's not going to eat insects any more than he's going to move to a tiny home or stop using his private jet. The global elite, and this is something that I think is true. Um, it is on my website too. Uh, there's a meme about Michael Bloomberg and I've never seen any fact checker challenges. So I assume since the fact checkers don't go after, it must be true. Michael Bloomberg has six planes, three helicopters, 11 houses, and 42 cars. And he says that the rest of us should use public transportation to save the planet. 
I mean, come on, these global people, you know, there's more well over a thousand jets that fly into Davos to talk about climate change. And they give off, I'm sure that those jets give off many, many, many times more more uh, carbon than our cats and dogs do, but they want to wipe out our cats and dogs. It's insane. It's insane, but they can sell it because they own the media and they own the politicians and then they know it won't be challenged. But that's kind of where I end my article on the fact that they, the global elites uh, do not live by the standards they, they they give to the rest of us. But again, nobody in mainstream media will talk about it because the mainstream media is owned by these guys. So <laughs> they've got a, a nice little plan in hand, haven't they? Yeah. You know, the problem is, though, just like uh, the last scene, one of the last scenes in The Wizard of Oz when the curtains pulled back, we can see these people now for who they are. Right. So now it's up yes, to we us. Can. Yeah. Now it's mm-hmm. up to us. Do we want to defend ourselves? Because war is being waged against us. Are we going to just lay down? Are we going to live on our knees or die on our feet? I think there's another alternative to that. It's living on our feet. It's fighting back and not dying on our feet. We don't have to Mm -hmm. let these people kill us. And if they want to wage war against us, then we will beat them in the war for truth. And that's what we're doing right here. This man, Skull and Bonesman, John Kerry, I mentioned this earlier. He says we need money, money, money. Money, 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 money. He said it seven times, I believe, at the World Economic Forum to fight climate change. All they want to do is steal from us and never forget, guys, they're already rich. Here's his wife, Teresa Hines, the heir to the Hines fortune. She is the head of (laughs) Hines Endowments and the Hines Family Philanthropies, none of which, none of which philanthropy. You got to love that. These rich people helping others. Who do they help? They help themselves. I don't see them helping anybody. They're not helping the little people. They're certainly not helping the people in the third world that are digging by hand for rare earth minerals, for electric batteries, for cars, children. These are demon creatures by definition, and you're helping me expose them, James. I want to thank you so much. Remind people how they can find your website and read that article. Okay, as James Perloff, P is in Peter, E-R-L-O-F-F, jamesperloff.net. It's my most recent blog post. And the reason I wrote it, Sean, is because I suddenly realized that uh, climate change had suddenly assumed center stage for the World Economic Forum. Instead of, okay, if they're going to make it center stage, I'm going to make it center stage. I hadn't written on climate change before, but I realized it was a priority just as COVID was uh, a couple of years ago. And I'm sure they'll change their agendas, you know, in the in coming years or months, who knows. Um, but um uh, yeah, jamesperloff.net, and I'm on a Gab and on Twitter. Somehow I survived on Twitter uh, until Musk uh, c- came along, although I got, I was in the doghouse twice. I was waiting for that third strike. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, those those platforms as, as James Perloff. And I want to thank you, Sean. By the way, I'm going to congratulate you, Sean, personally, because after you were deleted by YouTube with over 600,000 acknowledged subscribers, I think you had more than that. I, I think YouTube wasn't telling the truth about the numbers, but you've built up quite a following on Rumble and other platforms. And um, uh, I- I'm amazed at what you've done, Sean. Uh, it shows the loyalty of your um, your followers and also the truth uh, in the way you communicate it. So hats off to you, Sean, for surviving a major attack by the big tech and uh, continuing to carry on this battle. So thank you very much uh, for what you're doing. And thank you for uh, opportunity to be on your platform today. Oh, anytime. Thank you for those kind words. I really appreciate that, James, because you know what? If there's one thing God gave me, it's a little thing called tenacity. I don't know why I've always had, I'm just not going to quit and I'm not going to let them frighten me away. I'm not going to let them mm-hmm. terminate me away. And, you know, in turn, I'd like to thank BitChute, 
Ray, the founder of BitChute, and the folks who founded Rumble. And mm-hmm. frankly, Elon Musk, to the degree he's a white hat lately, he restored my account at the behest of Laura Logan after a year and a half or two. I saw that. I saw that. So look, mm-hmm. we are going to turn the tide and the tide is turning the tide for truth has turned. And that is what has people like Al Gore foaming at the mouth with anger, even when he (laughs) speaks to his own cohorts. Uh, And I think it's great news because they would have us believe that war is peace, freedom is slavery, and ignorance is strength. When we know war is definitely not peace, freedom is the opposite of slavery, and ignorance, well, that's the stuff of the devil. And (laughs) we'll have no part of it. So God rest your soul, George Orwell. Real name, Eric Blair, right? we're going to win this fight, friends. And with guys like James Perloff helping us do it, who could be against us? All right, friends, thanks so much for tuning in. A special thank you to our subscribe stars and our members at sgtreport.tv. And again, friends, every single day for free, check us out at thephaser.com and my flagship site, sgtreport.com. Those are antidotes to corporate propaganda and all their mockingbird mainstream media, World Economic Forum, CIA lies. God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. So in his contract with Warner Brothers about the film Eyes Wide Shut, he insisted that it open on a particular day, and he refused to sign the contract unless it opened on that particular day. Well, that date was July 16, 1999, the 30th anniversary of the alleged trip to the moon.